to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, everybody. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me is Alexa Hauser, and we are in our Bloom podcast. That's what you're watching and hearing and feeling. What up? You're consuming it with all of your senses, even ones you don't know about. Yeah. Sixth sense, smell. (laughs) Do you think there are like seventh senses and eighth senses and ninth senses that will like we don't even know yet? Um, Possibly. Possibly. What do you think they would be? I really don't know. I mean, like, but I do feel like there are like set like different higher dimensions in which, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I bet there are though. We should ask that like next time we connect with someone. Ooh, I like it. I really like it too. Um, Hey, everybody. Happy Halloween. It's a spooky (laughs) day. Yeah. Happy Halloween. So I have to tell you, I made – every now and then I get a creative bug up my butt and I make (laughs) – like I hand make my kids' Halloween costumes. And last night um, my daughter was like, Mom, I want to be a fox. I don't want to be a zombie. Zombie's easy. Face paint, done. Rip your clothes up, we're good, right? So I was like, cool, save me 30 bucks. I appreciate you. I want to be a fox. So I'm like – fuck, what do I do for a fox? So then we have like this old headband and I made ears on the headband. So cute. And then I made like a tail and it's pretty adorable if I do say so. I'm going to post pictures of it later, but I did a pretty good job. And then I said to Riley, do you remember when I made your Halloween costume? And he said, which year? And I was like, hmm, that's a good answer, kid. That's a real good oh, answer. He remembers all the times. He remembers all the times. I want to see pictures of the Spox costume. I'm excited about it. I'm going to do her face paint. So, What are you going to be? I'm going to be Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. It's kid-friendly. We're going to a kid water park for Halloween. So I don't want to be the sexy witch. That's not appropriate. (laughs) I think it would be appropriate if you wanted, but I like Wonder Woman too. (laughs) What are you going to be? Well, actually, I do have kids coming to – my building does Halloween. So, like, this is the first time my partner's like, let's give away candy. I was like, okay. So, we're giving away candy because we have, like, over 100 units in our building. So – and a lot of kids in here. So, we're going to give away candy. But I don't really have anything to be tonight. Although, I could be – I should dress up as something tonight. You should. I'm yeah. going – well, tomorrow is, like, a Halloween party that we go to every year called Pex in Philadelphia. It's kind of like a rave thing. And um, so originally, me and my partner were going to be Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. 
just pretend it's one year ago because we are the same heights and like I love Ariana and we lo- like we just like loved them and so we were like oh we should do it this year even though it's one year later but then I I ordered all the stuff and you know how Ariana wears like the oversized hoodie like she wears oversized hoodie and boots so basically like this much of her legs is showing right and so I um I ordered it and it came and it was awesome and then I realized this is so hot. Like this hoodie is so hot and this place that we're going is like a packed warehouse and I'm going to be fucking miserable. So I switched it up and now I'm going to be an alien, which I was last year and it was my favorite costume I've ever had so I have to rewear it. But here's the thing. I'm going to be like alien Ariana. Alien with a ponytail. I still have the long ponytail. I bet they have like – like Ariana, what what's that one where she did the Victoria's Secret fashion show? God, that was funny. No, she Remember actually that? had a music video where she is an alien. She's dressed up as like a space oh, alien see, thing. Oh, see, there you go. So exactly. you're just Ariana Grande. Style. So I said, yeah, I said is we'll he- just be Ariana and Pete alien. Yeah, alien. <laughs> I like it because at first like he's it. like, we need to be like zombie versions of them. I was like, no, no one's gonna get it. I was like, but they'll get it if we're aliens. So stay tuned for sense. all the costumes. Yeah. I want pictures. <laughs> yeah, you'll see them. Um, awesome. Well, today we thought it would be fun to go into a little bit of like the history of Halloween since this is a, you know, like a woo-woo spiritual podcast and we're always dealing with spirits here. Uh, just like really kind of understand where this holiday comes from because I actually don't really even know. Um, and then Ambie is going to grace us with some of her best ghost stories because we were like, we should tell ghost stories. And I was like, well, I don't have any. So it's all <laughs> you. But you have enough for the both of us. I'm good. I've I'll got just ghost comment stories on your ghost stories. Out the wazoo. Yeah. Be <laughs> sound effect. Yeah. It'll be great. Okay. So, um, all right. So here we go. I got this from the History Channel website. That's um, how you know it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, so Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, pronounced sewing. What? I thought it was Samhain. I did some sewing last night. Sewing, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm not pronouncing this, but I'm still going to say Samhain because I've heard other people say that to me, but whatever. The Celts, the Celts, oh my God, I can't say anything, who lived lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Wait, that's so interesting because, like, human death, like, back in the day, people probably, like, died in the winter. In the winter, yeah. Yeah. You get a cold and you're done. That's it. (laughs) That's the end of that. True story. Celts believed that on the night before the New Year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, Sowain, whatever, (laughs) when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. In addition, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. It's okay. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long dark winter. 
To commemorate the event, Druids built huge sacred bonfires where the people gathered to burn crops and animals, oh God, as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. Oh my God. I don't know if they mean alive or dead, but either way. Um, During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. When the celebration was over, they relit their hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier that evening from the sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter. Um, And here's a fun fact from History.com. Did you know that one quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased on Halloween? That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. By 43 AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. In the course of the 400 years that they ruled the Celtic lands, two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration of Sam, Sam, whatever. The first was Feralia, a day in late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. The second was a day to honor Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol of Pomona is the apple, and the incorporation of the celebration Sam- Samhain probably explains the tradition of bobbing for apples that is practiced today on Halloween. Wait, I missed that part. How does that explain the tradition of bobbing for apples? What were they bobbing for? Were they bobbing for something? The... The the Romans tradition celebrated this day um, to honor Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol oh. of Pomona is the apple, and okay. this probably explains why people bought for apples. Yeah, or candy apples; those are delicious. Oh yeah. Um, on May thirteenth, six oh nine A.D., Pope Benefice the fourth dedicated the Pantheon in Rome in honor of all Christian martyrs, and the Catholic feast of All Martyrs Day was established in the Western Church. By the ninth century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands, where it gradually blended with and supplanted older Celtic rites. In one thousand A.D., the Church made November second All Souls Day, a day to honor the dead. It's widely believed today that the Church was attempting to replace the Celtic festival of the dead with a related Church-sanctioned holiday. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly. That's so unlike the church. I don't understand. Crazy. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly to Samhain with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in costumes as saints, angels, and devils. The All Saints Day celebration was also called All Hallows or All Hallow Moss from Middle English All Hallow Mess, meaning All Saints Day. And the night before it, the traditional night of Samhain in the Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. Now here's where we get American. Halloween comes to America. The The celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in colonial New England because of the rigid Protestant belief systems there. Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the southern colonies. As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians meshed, a distinct American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations included play parties, that's unsexual, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, dance, and sing. Um, and colonial Halloween. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> and what? 
I said, and share wives. I was just kidding. And share wives, probably. Colonial oh Halloween festivities also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief making of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. In the hmm. second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. Huh. History history of trick-or-treating. And then we'll transfer into the uh, stories. Borrowing from – you like this? Yeah, borrowing, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money. Oh. A practice that eventually what? became – This is a one day it's okay to beg. Yeah, hold on here. Let me make sure you that to I tell understand. Me I can make money on this holiday. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So you're telling me that it started off with food and money. And money, a practice okay. that eventually became today's trick or treat tradition. Young women believed that on Halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, or mirrors. In the late 1800s, there was a move to America. In America, to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, food of the season, and festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. Mm. Interesting. That is. You can't let those witches out. you got to change that holiday very quickly. (laughs) Except they're very much back in now. They are very much back in, but they're like sexy witches and like a little bit different. (laughs) I'm a mouse. Duh. (laughs) Mean girls. Oh. Mean Girls, hello. I, I'll, this is all I could think of when I was thinking of this. When You've seen that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one 100%, 100% time? Or, I've seen it. Please tell me more than one time. No, I watch it like just for no reason. No, okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. But I have seen it a lot. I have yeah. seen it a lot. I just yeah. love when when she like comes out and she's where she like thinks Halloween is like where they dress up like ugly, you know, like like yeah. you really dress up and not try to be hot. And she comes out and she's her sight is like – Lindsay Lohan is dressed so ugly and scary that like she scares that guy like sitting on the on the porch <laughs> off the porch and you go and the other guy goes that's a scary mask bro <laughs> I love that um, I I like the part every time I say to my kids you can't sit there I always think of like you can't sit with us like yeah. I always think of that and I'm like damn you it can't sit there sit I don't want to be a mean girl um so I actually do was thinking that I do have one story of Halloween that I do want to share that I'm was excited. I was thinking it's not a ghost story it's just a, oh, okay. it's just a story about me and Halloween <laughs> when I was like younger Halloween to me was like freedom day like it was so exciting I remember being so excited I like ran home from school on Halloween every year up until about like fifth grade I mean I was so excited every Halloween. So on like one of my first Halloweens I can remember, I think I was like either four or five. Um, 
And I was looking forward to Halloween for months. I mean, like, we I think I was, like, going to be a little witch or something like that. And we were planning Halloween and planning my costume. And my mom was, like, getting so excited with me. And then cut to, like, a week before Halloween, I get the Kruby cough. Any uh, – The Kruby cough? Yeah, oh. you know what the croup, the croup Oh, is. I know what the croup is, man. Yeah. So any parent, you probably know what the croup is. And it's a really nasty cough. And it, it you're sick. And, like, it's not good. Um, so I remember the whole week I just kept being like, this can't be happening. Like, I need this to go away. Like, I need to get better. Like, why am I sick? Like, I'm going to, I can't miss Halloween. And then, um, and then my dad's like, okay, we're going to take you to the doctor, this doctor that like I love. She was really sweet to me. And we go to the doctor like two days before, or maybe it was the day before, and I still had the cough, but I'm thinking like, okay, she's got to give me clearance basically. Like she's going to give me clearance. She loves me. Like she cares about me. If she knows what's good for me, I have to go trick or treating. <laughs> this is the only time I get to eat candy freely. <laughs> um, if she loves me, she'll yeah. let me go trick or treating. She loves me and she, she's going to look out for me. She's We're on the same team here. Oh and she, my God. She, and so I remember vividly sitting on her table and her putting the tongue depressor in my mouth being like, ah – you know, like like looking in and I'm just like putting on my best face and she goes, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. How about you can go trick-or-treating to two houses? And I'm oh like, my what? And I look at my dad and I'm like, no. And I start crying. I'm like, no, it's not okay. No. And she goes, oh, well, how many do you want to go to? I was like, all of them. I want to go all the whole neighborhood. She's like, okay, let's compromise four houses. And I was like, no. And it felt like my life was – I just remember it felt like my life was being ruined. Like I just couldn't I, – I felt she was betraying me and all of this. I was just so upset throwing such a fit and finally I think it finally landed that my dad kind of told me like okay we'll just see how you how it goes we'll see how it goes but like whatever anyway I didn't even make it to four houses I threw up after three I like (gasps) I didn't even eat candy I just got so ill I was so sick I really couldn't do it but I I just remember that moment of being told like you can only go to two or four made me feel like just my whole life was over like, and I would oh. never forgive people for, like, limiting me in that way. <laughs> That's my only Halloween story. So now I go all out. Um, now you go all out? No, now I just, like, really – I don't go to houses or anything anymore. Although <laughs> I really will be excited once I have kids to do that. You're literally, like, 32. and like, Once I turned 13, I was up, like, you ain't going to limit me. And I just remember – because my parents wouldn't let me get candy at all. Like, we didn't have any sweets in the house, nothing like that, like nothing. Mm, that's good. Good for you. But it made me crave things more. Like, it made me, like, want things more so that when I could get a handle on those things, I just ate so much of it. And so when it was Halloween, I was literally like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. I was like, it's mine <laughs> and you can't take any of this and I work for this, this whole bag of candy. Oh, my God. That's really funny. Yeah. So anyway. It's super funny. Ghost stories? So my ghost story, let me make this bigger. So my, I was trying to find, as you were talking, I was trying to find this, but I can't find it. So if someone could help me out, that'd be super awesome if it exists, but I don't know. So when I was, well, what should we do? What should we start with? What should we start with? That turns out to be true. You want to start with the scariest? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, we'll start with the scariest. So, uh, cut to, I'm living in Virginia. I know that I can see dead people. I don't know what to do with this information. I don't really know if I'm seeing dead people or if I'm seeing the future. I don't know what I'm seeing, okay? But I know that I see, like, it feels like movies on replay, okay? Events that have taken place. Right. And I live in this house with um, two roommates, and it's not a good neighborhood, (laughs) and we're all young girls. And um, my boyfriend at the time, which I won't say his name because his – wife might listen to this podcast. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) The end. (laughs) So so anyway, so um, every single time I would be in that house, I could hear someone laughing. And it wasn't like a ha 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 ha. It was like an evil maniacal laugh. And I was so freaked out in this house. I would sleep with the lights on. Like it was nuts. Okay. So one night, uh, I'm telling people, I'm telling them that I really want to try to go to the ERE and be a reader. And they're like telling me that I shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling them that I think the house is haunted, that I think like someone's there and it's not a nice person. And I keep seeing these images. And all of a sudden, this is the wildest thing. All of a sudden, my boyfriend looks at me and he says something. I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't something he normally said. And I was like, what the fuck? And everybody looked at him and it like wasn't him. It was like he was legitimately possessed. What? And I it was it was the wildest thing. It wasn't him. It was like he. Okay, if you're seeing this cool, if you're not, I'm sorry. So he he did one of these things. (laughs) Like literally. Like a children of the corn. Yes. Oh, God, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. So I grab a fucking baseball bat because I don't know what to do, but I'm going to knock him out. I don't know what's happening. He's out of you. Right. So (laughs) I grab a baseball bat. I'm so crazy. I grab a baseball bat and I'm holding it and I don't want to hit him, but I'm just like, uh, and I say his name. I was like, are you okay? And he's like, he literally looks at me and he goes, why would you ask? Of course I'm okay. Like in a crazy calm voice. Yeah. And my roommates are like, what the fuck? Like mouthing to me, what the fuck? I'm mouthing to them, what the fuck is happening? And then we all hear this maniacal laugh. And he's like, I'm leaving. And bolts out the front door. We hear the laugh again. And he says, I got him. We all three of us heard it. And we were like, what the fuck? It Who says I got him? Wild. Like some ghost. It was the craziest thing. Wait, the thing. ghost said I got him? Yes. We all heard it. Wait, what happened after that? I don't know. Nothing. Like, what do you mean I you don't up, know? That was the end of the story. I'm sorry, guys. Wait. So <laughs> You like, never saw him again? Did he no, like, possess said- him? Did the ghost possess him? <laughs> so so I, I did see him again, obviously. But we ended up moving. Um, I moved out. And, um, we, we just moved out of the house, like probably like a week later and I didn't stay there. I stayed with him. Okay. I just want to say, put a pin in that for one second on our Facebook live. We have two listeners, viewers who are speaking to each other. Ha, ha, <clears throat> ha, speak. Yeah, ha Min Duke and Huang De Kuyen. Did I say that right? Oh, God. Probably not. 
and they're speaking. What language are you speaking? Is it um, it's an Asian language of some sort? But they're talking a lot, and just want to say hi. And Hello. I hope we can find a way to translate those comments. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. However, you I hope you us. enjoy it. This oh is really gosh, cool. I There's like a lot of comments, house. and I really want to know what you're saying. Well, it's boosting us in the thing. So yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. Okay, I got more. You want to hear okay. more? Sure. Wait, but again, okay. Just there's, so he was fine after that. Just no, I guess he was fine. I don't know, man. It just okay. felt really weird. You just okay. Okay. <laughs> so then. Um, I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, um, this is to- just the def- hold on. Can we just say this is like the definition of Am- the difference between Ambie and I and like our relationship, where like Ambie's like, like she'll say the most interesting thing you've ever heard, and it's like something that like me, I'm such a, I need to ask a million questions, like I need to know the resolution of things, like that's for me. I'm like, okay, and so, and <laughs> this goes back to like when you're like, this is happening, and I go, well, did you ask like your guys, and you're like. Oh no, I just was like in the energy. And I'm like, well, (laughs) let's ask. I just accepted that this was happening. Okay. This is really fucking weird. Just blind acceptance. Okay. Like, okay, you're possessed now. So, (laughs) So, good luck with that. I hope everything works out. Don't kill anybody. All right. Um, Okay. So, I'm in San Diego. This is like one of the first times that I realized this is not normal. Um, but okay. So I'm in San Diego. I had told a few friends that I could see and talk to dead people. Well, not talk to them, just see them. I didn't know I could have a conversation with them. And, um, their response was not well received. It was laughing or it was like, that's not true. Or it was like making fun of me. Okay. So no one believed me yet. So we're at a party under a freeway. I don't want to talk about it. It was a weird thing. We're at a party under a freeway. And um, this guy comes over to me and three of my friends. And he's like, did you guys hear what happened here? And I went, shut up. Don't tell me anything else. And I grabbed one of my friends and I pulled her to the side. And I said, "Um, here's what happened. There was a woman. She was pulled over by a police officer. He, I believe he raped her. And then he threw her body over the side of the freeway. And she died. And then her dad came back and like, he's standing on the edge of the freeway. And she's like, how do you know that? And I was like, cause I'm watching it happen right now. So she's like, okay, whatever. So then we go back over to the guy and we're like, what happened? And he tells the same exact story that I just tell. And she just looks at me and I was like, now, didn't I just say that? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, everybody, I told everybody like, did anybody hear me? hear the story and I'm like no but still nobody believed you what are you gonna do so that was it that's what I was trying to search and see if I could find like the name of her or like yeah I believe her parents created a law that states like when you get pulled over you have the right to um drive in a well-lit area I believe that but I'm not yeah you told me that yeah yeah I'm not 100% sure about that um crazy what other what about like spirits in your house and stuff I feel like you've had a lot of, like, stuff like that. Like, the little yeah. girl story. There were there this little girl running around in your house, the spirit. Um, Do you remember yeah. that? That happens, yeah. She just wanted me to connect to her mom. Little girls are tricky. Little kids are tricky because sometimes they don't know they're dead. And, like, that's 
How about that time on the Facebook Live when you were doing the Facebook Live um, about a year ago and you were connecting to like someone's like dad or something and he didn't know he was dead just like in Sixth Sense and you had to explain to him that he was dead? Yeah. Do you remember I don't remember that? that? No. You don't remember that? It's I don't on video. That. Well, I don't remember You're like, it. wait, hold on a you. second. And you just like see you like looking off camera and you're like, yes, yes, you died. Yes. Like uh, several months ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're dead. And then you relayed back to the camera. You're like, yeah, he didn't know that he was dead. And he's been wondering why no one's been like responding to him. Oh, that's sad. I know. I was like, whoa, that's that can really, really happen. That's really unfortunate. I had, I did have a situation. It wasn't too spooky. I could tell you stories that other people told me. I don't know if they're true, but okay. So we're, it's Halloween. Let's do it. My friend, one of my very good friends, I'm not going to say her name again to hide her identity. One of my very good friends, I lived next door to her for a long time. Now everybody knows who it is. Shit sticks. Anyway, she tells me that she's got a ghost in her house and she wants me to come get the ghost out of her house. Okay, fine. She tells me that this ghost has scratched her son's arm. I've never seen anything like that in my whole life. I was like, holy shit, like real poltergeist stuff is happening. This is cool. Okay. So I go next door. Um, We're saging our house. We want to put a lot of positive intentions into the sage into as we're smudging our house. And I sit in this one room that they don't even use. Um, They used it as like a game room. And I sit in there and I realize that there's a little child coming up to me. And so I talk to him and I, I want to let him know like, hey, what's going on? And he's pretty upset because nobody will play with him. Nobody will talk to him. Everybody yells at him all the time to get out. Um, mm. And he can't find his parents and he's very upset. Mm. So I explained to him that his parents are probably looking for him. There should be like a door somewhere that he can go through. And like I helped him cross over, but he was upset and scratching the my friend's son because if you're five and nobody talks to you and everybody's yelling yeah. at you, what are you going to do? You're going to act out. So he, there, he was physically scratching. The- that's what they said. I didn't see it, but that's what I heard. Yes. That is crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Yo, ghosts have feelings too. I know, right? That's, like, they're just people that are dead. I feel like that's what we have to, like, learn from all these, like, poltergeist or whatever haunting situations is, like, ghosts, ghosts have feelings, too. You know what I was watching is Casper the Friendly Ghost, which oh my used God, to scare the shit out of me as a child. Oh, the no. live action movie or was there a cartoon? The or? live ac- actually that, both of them. I, I was obsessed one. with Casper because the guy who played him when he came to life was Devin Sawa, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He's I like. Cute. I remember yeah, feeling like my bit. first like sort of like <gasps> I have a crush on him. <laughs> I have a crush on a ghost. But in the beginning, I've never really paid attention to the beginning. I don't know if you have either, but watching it as an adult, it's really interesting. Because the dad is a therapist for ghosts. Did you notice that at all in the movie? No. <laughs> yeah, he's a therapist for ghosts. So he's like trying to um, help them um, essentially cross, uh, over. cross over, but deal with any unsolved and re- resolved issues that they might have to prevent them. Yo, from- that was like pretty controversial back then. I'm like very surprised about that, that that was like. But I guess that's the whole thing. They were, like, not, like, a normal family. Yeah. Wow. So. That's cool. Um, Interesting. Hi, Nicolette. Hi, Liz. Liz 
Liz says, hi, ladies. Ghostbusting is one of my talents. Oh. Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Good times. I really like, I really like that story because it gives like a different perspective of like why ghosts hang around. Apparently there's a ghost in this building. There's many ghosts in this building that I live yeah. in apparently. By the way, I have, so one of our friends, Kasha, she, what up, uh, girl? she, every time she comes here to my apartment, she says, there's a, there's a spirit in your room. There's a spirit in my room. And I'm like, okay, like I got it. There's a spirit in the room. Like I don't see it or feel it, but okay. Like it probably is. Um, and Ambie's like, I talked to Ambie about it and she's like, oh yeah, there's lots of spirits. There's definitely a spirit in there. It's, I think it's woken me up before when I've slept over there, like very casually. She's like, but you know, you also live in, I live in a hospital, like an old hospital. Mm -hmm. It was converted. So, um, and when I first moved in here, I've said this before, but when I first moved in here, my I was scared by that because I wasn't into all this stuff then. So I was like, wait, so is there like ghosts in here because like people died? And my boyfriend was like, no, it's a women's hospital. It was a lot of happy stuff happened here, only birth. And then like when I started taking Ubers and they would drop me off here, I would be like, oh, yeah, Metro Club. They would be like, oh, I know this place. This is the old hospital. I'm like, yeah, the women's hospital. And they're like, no. Like the public <laughs> hospital. There are like lots of gunshot wounds in here. And I'm like, oh, okay. So um, so anyway, there's uh, there's a spirit in here apparently in this room that I'm recording in right now that's like, Amby, you said is like pretty earthbound. Like he's not real go- really going anywhere. Is that right? It's really interesting. Yeah, because it's like a tape recorder. It's like just replay over and over and over it's very interesting like um it's like a hologram like like a hologram but it but for i don't know what it's like for them obviously because they haven't died yet well i don't remember (laughs) you have but yeah i was i was gonna correct myself okay um but um it's like they're just replaying things it's very interesting i don't know what that's what are they replaying um just different images so like um whatchamacallit like a time loop thank you yes so I'm just talking to my guides out loud. <laughs> uh, when I went to – where is uh, George Mason University? Do you guys I know don't know. And it, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, I could be just effing that up. It's Northern Virginia, I believe. I could be wrong about that too. Anyway, I went there for something. I went there for a continuing ed class. And um, – as I was outside, I could see like colonial people walking around in little outfits. And I was like, what the fuck? And I told my husband, I was like, I wish you could see what I see. And he's like, I do too right now. I'm like, they're just walking around. Like they're just Just going to the store. Yeah. They're just hanging out. It's wild. Um, And sometimes they see me. Sometimes they don't really give a shit. Sometimes they're like, whatever. That's what's so Um, interesting is like, it's so interesting how like, I was thinking about this when we were talking to Freddie Mercury the other day. It's like, who's giving angry faces on this live and why are you giving angry faces? Someone's giving angry Sometimes faces. it happens. It's okay. You can be angry. Are you angry because I have no makeup on? <laughs> I'm angry about it too, sweetie. Um, so I was thinking about this when we were talking to Freddie Mercury. It's like, well, it's like – that energy is just always going to be focused as Freddie Mercury, like, but it's yeah. also going to be focused as like a larger energy and as like a new bot and as a new personality. And it's like, 
That's so weird. Like, it's so weird that like once something is created, it just kind of lives on and it just never stops being that personality, like that momentum. And like, does it ever transition into something else? Like, will there ever be a time that I can't contact Freddie Mercury? Or it's like anything that has ever existed in the history of time will always exist as that thing in some level. Like, what? Mm. Like, that just... Yeah, that's interesting. I like the idea of that, but I also don't like the idea of that because it makes me think about like your past and it makes me feel like, well, we say that we can change our future if we go back into the past and like we're rewriting timelines and stuff like that. But are we really if if we can conjure that energy so quickly? Does that make well, sense? Well, but it, you're always con- – you can always conjure new – versions of it it's like you are still conjuring freddie mercury for example but like maybe as old timelines collapse you're getting like a newer version like Mm. i don't know i i don't really understand how that works but it's just really interesting it's like anything that has ever existed you can essentially connect to if you know of it right yeah yeah Uh, i don't know that kind of blows my mind um who's angry i don't i don't know Christine, oh, comment. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I. It might be the people that are writing in a different language. So, I don't know. Christina Rodriguez says hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Liz Magnolia says Mercury retro. <laughs> I'll be back for the replay, ladies. Got a flat tire. We. Oh, good Ooh. luck with that, Liz. Good luck, Liz. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. I don't really have any, like, ghost stories. I've never seen a ghost. I've only ever seen um, the Ark 9. You know what? Actually, I have seen a ghost, um, like, come out of a wall. Okay. Okay. I I have not told this story ever. Um, Mainly because I was – I think I told my mom and she told me I had schizophrenia. So tough times. So I'm at a sleepover. How old are you? I'm probably six or seven. Probably really young. I'm at a sleepover. Now, mind you, this was my first sleepover ever. I know that I can hear people that have passed away. I know that they're not. I don't know that they're dead at this point, but I know that they're not here with me. I just hear them talking to me. So my mom tells me, don't tell other people this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. So we're at the, the sleepover. There's probably like literally eight or ten girls there. And the mom decides that she's going to tell spooky stories. Awesome. So she tells me that um, she tells everybody a story and I am losing my shit at this point. I'm covering my ears and crying. She has not even started the story. But she mentioned the word ghost and I lost my shit because I'm so afraid of it because it's so real for me. Yeah. Okay. So we go through. They take me into another room. To, because I can't handle quarantine the ghost story. You. <laughs> they quarantine me, okay? So I don't hear the ghost story. So I come back out after we're all eating popcorn, we're having fun, blah, 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 right? And I shit you not, the mom's there and all the lights turned off. And so we're all like, ah, we're screaming and being little girls. The lights turned back on and the mom's like, it was just a power outage. Calm down. Everybody's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I look over and I see what looks like, like how you would imagine God, like an old man with a white beard. Okay. Come out of the fucking wall and looked at me and winked and smiled and went back in. 
So now instead of screaming, have you ever been so scared you just kind of freeze? Yeah. I'm frozen. <laughs> I'm just standing there scared and all the lights shut off again. Oh my God. So now I'm like, ah, losing my shit. So <laughs> and the lights turn back anyone. on. Not with the lights turned back on. And the mom's like, it's just the power. If there's a storm, calm down, everybody. We're all screaming because we're little girls. I am hysterically crying. And so I tell my friends, I saw something on the wall. I saw something on the wall. Her mom's trying to calm me down. I don't sleep at all. Literally did not go to bed. I kept waking everybody up and saying, oh my God, don't fall asleep with me, right? Or don't fall asleep. And I continued to do that at every sleepover I went to until Until you were no longer invited. I was an adult. Like in high school, I would wake people up and be like, don't fall asleep. And they're like, God damn it, Ambie, go to bed (laughs) because of that one event. Yeah. But it was traumatic. I have no idea who it was. I don't know if it was one of my guides telling me, like, calm down. You're okay. But I feel like their intention was to soothe me. And it was the opposite impact that they had. Maybe to show me that it was real. I don't know what was happening, but let me tell you, that that was traumatic. That is so cool, though. Like, because I remember as a little girl, like, doing, like, Ouija with my friends, which apparently, like, Ouija is – well, everything is about how you use it. But apparently Ouija is, like, I don't know, dark magic or whatever. I have no idea. The point is, I was always trying to, like – we were always obsessed with, like, oh, my God, what could we do? Like, what magic thing could we do that, like, everyone says, like, we can't be done? And, like, nothing ever happened. I never saw anything. Like, I never – I was so blocked off from, like – I wanted – I always wanted to see something. That's the funny thing about me and you. We had completely inverse childhood. (laughs) We saw things and didn't want to, and I never saw things, and all I wanted was to see things. And I, so. I've met a couple people like that. They're like, that's so cool. I want to see it. And I'm like, it's not cool. Shut up. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. So yeah. well, it was really in- interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. I do have li- one story that um, that I just popped in my head that actually happened when I was an adult. And it's not a ghost, but it felt like a haunting. Um, me and my two best friends from California, Tara and Matt, we were going to go to Miami Music Week, like a uh, ultra music festival down in Miami. And this was like in 2010. So my whole family lives in Florida. And one of my aunt and uncles, they have this really beautiful house on the like lake. And it's big, but it's, you know, it has like an interesting feel to it. And anyway, they have like two different guest rooms like on the same wing of the house. And so we all got in pretty late. We were up pretty late. And then we decided like we're going to go to bed. And so Matt sleeps in one room in like – I think it was like supposed to be a children's room, which made this even creepier. Um, in In like, you know, one of the kind of like children-y beds. And mm-hmm. me and Tara shared the other bed in like the guest room. And so uh, anyway, so – I think I like took melatonin to go to sleep that night because I was really – I really wanted to sleep. I I don't know. I just remember I took melatonin. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. And anyway, I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm really hot. Like I'm so hot and I remember looking around and feeling like I was in like, – like I was – it was not normal what was happening. I was sweating. Like I was having – oh, I was oh, a nightmare and I was sweating. Uh. And I woke up and I turned to Tara because I'm scared. 
and she's talking in her sleep literally in almost like a satanic way. Like that's what it felt like. I don't remember exactly what she was saying, but it scared the shit out of me. So I get up. And I, I'm like, I've got to, like, get out of here. So I get up and I, I want to go wake Matt up because, like, I'm like, that'll make me feel better. Yeah. I go to Matt's room and I open the door and I'm like, Matt, and I – this is so weird. He's laying in bed, right? So, like, you know, when someone's laying in a bed, it's, like, flat. He's laying in bed. But you know how it would look if, like, someone, let's say, was laying in bed but their knees were up under the covers? Like, it's kind of yeah. like a triangle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I open the door – and it looks like that. It looks like he's laying down, but his knees are up. So there's like this trying to triangle like hump, like at okay. the at the bottom half of his body. So the covers are up like this. And I go, Matt, and he goes, Yeah. And all of a sudden, the hump goes. It f- falls like something was like like. And then I realized it looked like a little kid was sitting under it, but Shut then the was gone. And then I go, oh, my God, what just happened? And he goes, what? And I was like, were, you, were your knees up? And he's like, what? And I was like, did you just have, like, your knees up? And he's like, no. And I was like, what the fuck? So I freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, you're, like, it really looked like a little kid was sitting under the covers then, like, on the bottom half of his body and then was just, like, gone and it dropped. And then um, – And then the story is way better than mine, girl. Keep going. <laughs> Well, that was really it. Then I told him like what I – like I woke up and that like Tara was freaking me out and that like then I, that's why it made me go into his room and then like I went back and I don't know. And then the next morning like I told my aunt and uncle, I was like, your house is haunted. And they were like, okay. Then now they – every time I see them, they always go, boo. Like they like really like think it's really funny that I think that their house is haunted. Um I don't know if it is or not, but it does kind of have, like, an old feel to it. And, like, now that I think back on it, like, I really do think something was going on. I don't know what was going on. But it's creepy. Maybe he had an erection. That would be a very large erection. Okay. Very <laughs> large. I'm talking it was the size of a small child sitting under there. Good for you, Which is <laughs> That would be medically uh, unsound or not okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, shit. That's funny. Oh, good so, times. <laughs> so that's our Halloween episode, everybody. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, let us know what you're being. Also, if you want to, you know, share some of your stories or, uh, like share pictures of yourselves with us because we love costumes, then make sure you're in our private Facebook group, um, which is Inner Bloomers on Facebook. You have to search for it and we'll accept, like request and we'll accept you. You can sit with us. Yeah, you can sit with us in our Facebook group. Um, yeah. Get in there because there's lots of cool people in there and we're always like sharing interesting things in there. And let's also thank our Patreons, uh, Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi Abnetter, Maribel Muncie, Mandy Ford, Kasha Boshnevitz, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Jamie Purinton, Heather Keeper, Grace, Eval Tattoo, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bexboo, A Million Little Changes.com, Alex Letiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike, thank you so much for woo, playing woo. with us and supporting us and um, being a part of this awesome community. Ambie, anything you want to share before signing off? 
Um, today, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, today, October 31st, is the last day that I am running the promotion for $75 for a 60-minute reading. Normally, it's $99. So take advantage. Um, and that's all that I have of my Take advantage for sure. And yeah, and uh, on my end, just a reminder that I have a Tapping Circle event happening um, next weekend. So next Saturday, November 9th in Philadelphia at um, – at the Healing Arts Collective. Um, and yeah, we're going to do EFT. It'll be a two-hour event on like a Saturday evening. So um, check it out. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, and we'll also have links to like reach out to Ambi on her website for her readings um, for her special deal. Um, so yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. We love you so much. And until love next time, you. keep on blooming. Mwahaha. <laughs> If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.